Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Welcome to a new week of Thanks for Your Concern. Berenice, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing fantastic. No, actually, this week has been a little hard because I've been simping and I've been like, you know, I've been saying like I'm frustrated about not being over it. And I've been like just going through it, just going through the motions. You know, sometimes you really want to move on and people make it hard by leaving you little little bits and pieces, little breadcrumbs. It's mm-hmm. real annoying. But other than that, I've been good today. Um, I went into work and I I asked my manager, you know, like, oh my God, how are you? He just goes, I'm doing fine. Thanks for your concern. And I was like, he knows. he's found the podcast. Yeah, I, it's another day of me forgetting that I put, put my life publicly on a platform and then I get shocked that people listen to it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, my manager's listening. Leo, what's up? Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, so. We need more people. Tell people. Tell your friends. Yeah, yeah. Tell your friends. Uh, how you been? You know, I've been really, like, happy. Like, so happy, but, like, not motivated. So I'm really mm. hoping that, like, it's usually – I think that I'm just, like – I'm still in seasonal depression mode, even though I'm not like as depressed as usual. You know what I'm saying? So I've been feeling that. But I had a really funny thing happen to me yesterday. It was my cousin's birthday and we went to had a family dinner. Right. And then she really loves when people do the birthday song and stuff like that. You know how most people hate that. She loves it. So we went to a place where like they come out, they're playing the guitar and they bring out the sombrero. It was so much fun. But then he brought her a like a whipped like a like a whipped cream shot kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, you have to use your mouth. And like what? <laughs> and literally she was like, no, no, thank you. Because because we're literally with like my grandma or aunts and uncles like we don't need to do like a blowjob shot right now and he's like no no you have to use your mouth like that's the fun of it and I was like she does not need to do that she doesn't want to and then somebody else was like go 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 and I was like oh my god this is so much pressure but I thought that was so funny because it was so uncomfortable but well I'm I'm glad she figured that out uh it's always interesting like any family gatherings when like people are around your age but you're also intermingled with like moms dads uncles uh where you're like I'm not supposed to know what sex is oh for sure yeah (laughs) especially since we're all grown now it's kind of different like my whole family's 23 up so we're like all adults but we're like not all adults you know like this is still the kids table you know (laughs) yeah 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 the the elderly table the kids table the kids that are now in their 30s but they're still kids exactly should we get the episode going for today what are we talking about today ella we're talking about main character energy baby i'm actually really excited because Every time we do an episode, like, I inspire myself. I know this is not for me, but, like, I swear (laughs) to God, I talk about stuff and then I go out into my life and do cool things because I feel like I have to keep it real for the pod. So I'm really excited for this episode. Should we get into it? Let's do it. All right. So we're here about main character energy. We're just going to talk about creating your own story and being the center of your own story. And I'm excited. 
I am also excited. So essentially, main character energy. Call it how you call it. You can call it your villain era. You know, we've got a lot of TikToks talking about villain eras. We got just worrying about Jude, yourself, and I, all right? We're being the center of our own stories. And what that really means is just making sure that all your choices are really about you. Now you might be thinking, this is a little selfish. This is a little about only me. You can consider other people's, obviously, emotions and lives. And as you always should, because your actions do affect others. But this is about really pushing yourself out of your comfort zone in ways that will encourage for yourself to be the main character of your own story, to do things for the plot, to really thicken those character development. If you say your life was a book, you are about to write some climax points. Yes. In that bitch. Exactly. And I think that, you know, there's something kind of powerful in realizing that you're the author of your own story because I think oftentimes there's things that are completely out of our control that Mm -hmm. we can't control that happen to us. But then there are parts that we can change, grow, and do different things. And I think, you know, when I was like, okay, is the main character going to just stay in the job that they hate and they hate their lives? Are they going to do something about it? And just getting out there and doing something about it is so cool because you get to do it. Exactly. Taking that control and not letting things just happen to you is great. Also, like, you know, if you've recently been fired, a friend told me there is most famous people get fired and part of their story is it all started when I got fired. <laughs> so, you know, don't, don't let getting fired bring you down, okay? It might be the best thing that's ever happened to you. I was fired from a job and I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of happy they did that because I was kind of forced to find something new. And low key when you're fired, there's no two weeks of (laughs) awkwardness uh, when you're trying to leave a job. When you give them two weeks notice, there's none of that. Uh, And there's no going back. You know, you can never go back to that job. So it could be be good. Yeah, I I vividly remember putting in my two weeks and I was really like, well, you know, I was going to do this tomorrow, but I might as well do it today. And I just remember the last day of my two weeks, they wanted me to do a bunch of shit. And they wanted me to like, you know, they tried to go to me like, oh my God, when you say like, I can't believe you're leaving us in the mess of all this. And I'm like, it's been a mess. It's been a mess. And I could not care fucking less. And I am leaving at the time I told you I'm leaving. I'm not doing all this extra shit. What the? You're not paying me after today. I don't give a fuck. Hell no. No, 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 no. And I think that a big thing about main characters centering your own story. And I think something that I've been starting to establish is not being quote-unquote too nice so generally I'm a kind human being I like to treat people with respect but I would say I wouldn't call myself a pushover but I think sometimes people take my kindness for granted okay Mm -hmm. and sometimes when you're really nice people think that regardless of what you do you're gonna be okay with other people's actions you know like oh Bernice is so nice she's so understanding so I'm gonna test some limits and see Mm. how I can get away and that's been something that I've been noticing saying at least in people in New York I went on a date recently and he was like you're so trusting of the world and you just like your outlook on it is just like really different from the people here and I'm like yeah because you're all fucking jaded like if you grow up here people here are fucking weird okay because when you grow up here they all 
teach you to not trust the world. You know, there's like everybody's out to get you. Like everybody's hungry. So be hungry or be a shark. And I'm just kind of like, you know, that TikTok, like the the spin around in circles. And then in the other side, it's like, so essentially I kind of move through the world very freely, nilly. But I've noticed that I need to, not that I I am not, you know, looking out for my best interest and sussing people out, but I think that sometimes people have mistaken my kindness for naiveness or, Mm. you know, just something that people see in ways that they can take advantage of just because of the way that they were raised. He quote unquote said, because I said, I think that's why people from New York like me because I'm like refreshing, you know, and he said, yeah, they do probably see you as easy prey. (laughs) Well, that is jaded, but like, yeah, I can see what you mean. You know, I think that another part of this being too nice thing and being like the main character is like, if you were watching a movie from the outside of what's going on right now and the main character did did what you're doing, would you be like... you need a fucking dump him. Like, she's being so fucking stupid. Like, he clearly doesn't respect her. You know, it, what would your reaction to you being the main character? And I think when I thought about it like that, like, okay, like, I really needed to take a little bit, a step back and look outside of myself and not mm. be, like, too forgiving to these guys because it's like, dude, they're going to walk all over you if you let them. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. I've never met a man that like, if they can take a mile, they don't. Once they know you have like feelings for them that you like them, they'll they'll try to slide back in. They're they're just like, once they know that you, they hold some emotional power over you, it's over, it's wraps. I I, I would say that with being too nice and and kind of seeing yourself from a different perspective, if if you were looking at the main character, Recently, since I've been simping, I, you know, I almost cracked, all right? I did the no contact thing, but I almost cracked. The bitch almost cracked, but I pulled myself together. And I just remember one of my friends said, you know, you choose what you want to do at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what, like, obviously my friends are rooting for me. They're like, Mm -hmm. don't fucking speak to him. But she's like, it's your life. You get to kind of like make your own decisions. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, it really isn't about what other people think about me. It's what I think Mm -hmm. of myself. Like, what am I going to feel like if I crack? (laughs) I mean, because I've been way better about teaching my own advice by looking at my situation from an outside perspective Mm -hmm. and holding myself as accountable and as highly as I do my friends. Okay. Yeah. You know, if your best friend, someone's some idiots messing with her emotions and you're like, don't let him fucking do that. I'm holding myself to that regard. I am right now putting myself as my best friend. That's that's a great life lesson. And my therapist once told me that that's in regards to like how you talk about yourself to yourself um is that like if you would not talk to your good friend like the way you talk to you you got to change how you talk to you and I think that's like part of being like the main character is like what story is going on in your head about yourself and like how can you improve on that to just have like a better life and a better mental space yes 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 and also just like as a personal thing because I really do have main character energy where you can call me self-centered if you're really feel like it but I don't really fucking care I like to dress the part okay does the main character go outside and sweats all the time maybe if she's a runner she's a track star but if she's not a runner she's not a track star I like to think of if I was caught in the middle if someone was filming a movie all right I was caught in the middle of just walking in New York that'd be the outfit I would be in that movie forever and god forbid you catch me in sweats and a ponytail because that's just not who I am as a person now style 
trial comes to different people, but trying is priceless. <laughs> yeah, I think that sometimes when I'm like, oh my God, I'm not even going to do my face routine, you know, like as far as skincare, I'm like, well, what if I meet a celebrity today? <laughs> I'm going to be so disappointed that I didn't take the time to do my skincare routine. <laughs> and skin- yeah. I literally live my life like I need to put my best foot forward just in case I see Robert Pattinson. Because like if I waste that chance, I'll never forgive myself. So that's how I like act in the world. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. I'm seeing Robert today. Honestly, I'm telling you. If my skin is dry, I know I'll regret it. I literally feel like that because I feel like if I was ever put in the situation where I see someone that I've like, like, oh my God, I cannot believe that's the queen of England. Actually, I, I fuck, fuck the queen of England. But yeah, Robert Pattinson is probably where I like leave it. Is that's like the, my standard, you know? And so that's how I live my life. I've been living my life like this always, but the characters have changed. But Robert Pattinson, if you're listening to this or if you're one of Robert's people... <laughs> Know that every day I wake up for you. No, <laughs> Hit her line. Slide into her DMs. Oh, God. Um, okay, another big part of the main character energy that also goes along with kind of like our little mission for spring of growing and trying new things is doing things for the plot. You know what I did for the plot recently? What you do for the plot? Okay, so I, I swim now at the gym. And I know this oh. might seem a little different, but I was thinking about it the other day because I love swimming. And I just thought the other day, I was like, oh, I haven't been swimming in a while. I love swimming. And usually that's like an intrusive thought that I have. And then I don't do anything about it. Right. It's just like, okay. But then I was like, bitch, do you want to be a swimmer? Is that who you want to be? And I thought about it for a little bit and I was like, kind of. My fucking gym has a pool. And the reason I didn't do swimming previously, because every time I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I only have like thought swimsuits and I didn't want to like have my whole coochie like out while I'm swimming (laughs) because like those are designed to wear, not do laps in. And so I was like, okay, bitch, well, would the main character just like not swim? Like, no, this bitch is swimming. And so I bought myself a nice sporty swimsuit and I'm in the pool, babes. <laughs> I I love that. I'm glad you, you're a swimmer now. Yeah. Please, please send us a picture. I will. I actually <laughs> have one. I'll post it. it. Excellent. Excellent. The most recent thing I did for the plot is my sister is actually in DC right now. And as people know, I am very ticket trigger happy. Okay. Mm. Uh, mostly when I have a drink or two in me. So my most recent purchase was a bus ticket to DC. Now, in retrospect, is that a really feasible thing? Uh, it's a four hour right there and back for like just a day mm-hmm. no but I thought you know what what's really keeping me from going it's the fact that I'm gonna be in a bus for an eight hour round trip and then I thought I've never been to DC yeah I love my sister I want to see her even if it's for a day being you know four hours away on a bus is different than being four hours away on an airplane mm-hmm. so I just said yes I this bus situation might be a little sketchy yes i have actually no idea where in dc i'm gonna be dropped off i've never been to dc but you know what i'm an adult i can figure it out i'm gonna do that shit for the plot 
Main characters are impulsive, right? They fly, they go fly out to get the guy (laughs) they wanted. They get dumped and then move to Paris. You know, they are impulsive. They make impulsive decisions. So I love this DC day trip for you. Thank you. And at the end of the day, if, you know, regardless of what happens, I know that I'll have some content to share with you all. At this point, I'm going with a lot of the things that I'm just feeling and seeing how it goes. Because you can't plan for the, for how people are going to react to things. That's one big thing uh, Mm -hmm. my therapist told me and Mm. or control how people are going to react to things. And I think that there used to be something very not comforting about that of not knowing how other people are going to react. That maybe used to cause me some anxiety. But Mm -hmm. now I just kind of like to find out by just doing it, kind of putting it out there, seeing how it goes. And you may also low key surprise yourself. When we're talking about doing things for the plot, I also think about like how people write stories and every character has a goal has something they want to achieve and you have to do things to push the plot and so if your goal is to be a socialite let's look at our girl anna from inventing anna what was she doing (laughs) she was getting in the right circles okay to become a socialite to become famous and now she has a (laughs) netflix special Okay, look at that. She's very she main character. <laughs> she paved her own way. Exactly. A problematic character, but a famous one, nonetheless. Nonetheless. I, my, along with the main character energy, I would say that my toxic trait is believing I can do pretty much anything. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, you know, not having a shy bone in your body or shame left really brings this out in different ways. Recently, I was out with my coworkers, who are the most hype people I've ever met in my goddamn life. And I said, you know what I've always wanted to do? I've always wanted to do some fucking flips on the train, okay? Like, if you've ever been to New York, you know there's performers that go on the train. Yeah. And there's rails, and you just do little flips. And I was like, I feel like I can do that. <laughs> so what did I do? I did it. Okay. Did you, did, you didn't hurt yourself. You're all in one piece. I made it out in one piece. I landed two out of three attempts. There is a video of my failed attempt that I will share with you all, just so you know that we stay putting ourselves out there. Now, was that my best idea? No, but I did try something new and I did realize that I may not have a career as a trained performer, that I will be leaving that to the professionals. But it did make for some good content and some good laughs and for me to find out that my coworkers support me in my wrongs and in my rights. We That's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> Two out of three is pretty good. That's better than yeah. zero out of zero, right? Yeah. If I didn't do it, I would have still still to this day be wanting to try that. Right. And maybe I would have decided to do it in a train by myself one day so I wouldn't embarrass myself in front of people. But then what if I hurt myself? Who mm-hmm. is going to be there to save me? And, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. When you try new things, you're not always going to love it. You know, <laughs> it's not always going to go good. <laughs> You know, back in my single days, I used to shoot my shot a lot, right? And I'd do Mm. it for the plot. Did I game down every man I came in contact with? Yes, you fucking betcha. No, just joking. (laughs) No, I did it. I did it. You know, I've tried to, you know, common stories where I try to shoot my shot with a Seahawks, like a professional NFL player. 
It didn't work out. I was playing hard to get. It didn't work. But I tried. <laughs> I have that story now. I, yeah, I, I agree. Shooting your shot, practicing shooting your shot really is beneficial because the more you do it, the less you care when you are rejected. Mm-hmm. You know, and so putting yourself out there repeatedly will really just like work the ego when you're like, no, on to the fucking next. If his friend is cute, just turn around and try it again. You, ne- <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Definitely when you're trying new things all the time, if you fail at something, it doesn't really matter, right? Like, because it's like, oh, okay, well, that didn't work out. And then you just like try the next thing, you know? There's something really cool in trying things and then it not working out because like you said, like you figure out that you don't like that thing. I think with also main character energy, one big thing is I don't want to waste my time, okay? I don't need three seasons of a TV show to be something that goes nowhere. Ooh, love it. It's it's a one, it's a half a season and done. It's a one episode and done, you know? And to really understand, like to get what I want, I realize I just have to communicate the shit out of my side of things that I want and to communicate the outcome that I am expecting out of something and to really get an answer if somebody can meet that outcome because mm-hmm. I just really like it's a it's a one episode and done if nope nobody that is doesn't want to put the effort deserves to be a returning character okay Ooh. those people get paid the big buku bucks and to be in mine and I don't got buku bucks for everybody so who am I going to give the buku bucks to the people that reflect my energy. I love that. That is a great way to put it because it's like, why waste a whole season on a dead end love interest? No, we don't. Ugh, we don't, we don't need that. Can you imagine? And then they're not even back for the rest of the seasons and you're looking back and you're like, oh my God, that was a horrible season. Like that, that fucking writer was just, re- they were really on one. I'm glad they fired that writer after that season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's, Literally. Always, there's always that one love interest that was like, I really don't understand why they did that like in Gossip Girl with fucking Blair and Dan that was a trash season okay Mm. the writing was bad Mm -hmm. and listen we just gotta do the writing a little better (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, I love that just remember, I feel like communicating is very, very important and communicating not only with others, but with yourself. Like, don't sell yourself short. If somebody is giving you half of what you really want, don't fucking compromise. Like, oh my God, well, it's like kind of what I want, but not like fully what I want. That's what you want on your TV show. She's like kind of getting what she wants. Like Sex in the City, another great example. Carrie, problematic character. She kind of fucking sucks, okay? But this whole plot with her and her and Big, yeah. is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. First of all, he's a toxic-ass human being. Not mm-hmm. only did it show that this bitch could not move on from one fucking dude that treated her like fucking shit, <laughs> okay? But it also just, like, honestly, it made me feel like women are watching this and this is their role model. This is who they tune into every yeah. week. Like, that's that's kind of gross. That's kind of fucking gross. She's she's getting half of the cookie. None of this fucking shit makes sense. He gets married to another bitch. Mm-hmm. And then she's and, his- and then she becomes the other woman. Oh yeah, I agree. Don't be that main. Yeah, character. I couldn't be, be a me. main character. Be a main character into your rooting for. Okay, don't be the main character that's like we don't really know if we like her, but we kind of have to watch it because she's the main character. I would like to say like I'm kind of modeling after the show Harlem that Berenice recommended to me. I love <sighs> that fucking show. And it's like so it's good. like you want to be the main character in the show that you want to be in, right? Like if 
I don't think I would want to be Carrie, you know, but mm. I'd love to be in Harlem. I feel like I could fit in right right now. Yeah. Make make your own t- make your own life the TV show that you really want to be fucking part of. Surround yourself with the characters you want to surround yourself with. If you're seeing that maybe the conversations that you have with your friends aren't really that intellectually stimulating, it's not bad that you have friends, that you have comfort friends, that you have all sorts of different type of friends, but if you want to have intellectual conversations, you're constantly being stimulated. People are pushing you to try new things, new activities. You want to grow as a person and there's people out there that are doing that that are looking for people that are doing that and you know casting new people in your life is is okay mm-hmm. i actually made a new friend you guys yeah that was almost one of my updates yeah Ooh. because i you know Berenice said the other day another episode <laughs> that like you know you can always have new friends and they can you know sh- open up new sides of you or whatever and so I put in a little bit of effort to make a friend this week. And I'm like, are we besties? No, but we are friends. We are homies. And that's a start to yeah. something. And that's more of a start that I've taken in a real long time. So I'm, uh, I really like that, casting the right characters. So you need to cast the right love interest. You have to cast the right friends. You have to, you know, cast the right people. Exactly. And I think a good way to cast new people in your life is to just really try them out. Give it a go. Give them an audition. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is your audition for my life, my live show. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm looking for in a person. And if they don't fit it, they don't fit it. That's okay. They're probably part of another show. Yeah. And I think like the auditioning part, it's like, if someone came to an audition disheveled, put in no effort, they didn't know their lines, would you cast them? No. So then when a guy shows up for a date, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't, he barely knows your fucking name. Maybe not. Maybe not casting that guy. No. And I think with this, also realize that you're not the only main character. Obviously, you're also a supporting character in another person's life. So being a good supporting character is kind of important. Mm -hmm. You want to be just as a good supporting character in their story as they are in your story. And for that, you got to put some time, you got to put some effort. If you're going to be a main character as a really good supporting character in somebody else's story, be accountable for your actions, even though you're your main character. Make sure you're the best fucking main character and supporting character. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes is, I'm I have- feeling good about this episode. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to go out into the world. I'm going to go swimming tomorrow morning and I'll just be feeling it. I'm going to go to D.C. or maybe not. I don't know. It's, it's really a lot of. You know, I've committed to a lot of things and that's another thing I'm working on that sometimes I don't want to do or later I'm like, ugh, I really wish I didn't do that, Mm -hmm. but I have to do it. And in a way that's great because it's pushed me out of my comfort zone, but I'm also leaving myself some room to be like, I don't feel like fucking doing that. And I will. (laughs) Oh yeah, I like that too. You can change your plan. There's always room to change a plan. So if you are like trying a new, or you know, or I think something that you also have to learn when you're trying new things is like when to like tap out. Like if you're really not having mm. a good time, it's okay to be like, okay, this wasn't for me. That's cool. Learning how to give up is kind of hard when your entire life you don't give up. You yeah. know what I mean? There's some there's people that are used to giving up, but then there's people that like is rooted in them to never give up, to like push, push, 
push, push. And I think like learning when to say, I gave it a good go. Yeah. It didn't work out. There's also like different types of things. Like there's things you can have as hobbies that bring you joy and those can always be good things. But then there's these things that or like where it's like, okay, no, I've given this an honest go and this just isn't my passion and this isn't what I'm like thriving at. So that's okay. And that's the thing that's hard because, you know, you you don't want to just like give up on stuff. But if it, you're finding it's you're not liking it, then it's okay to not want to do it anymore. This is with people too. Sometimes you just, you got to release, let go, move on. We tried, communicate, <laughs> again, <laughs> communicate. Listen, I gave it a good go, but it, it looks like it's just, it's not working out mm-hmm. mutually. We got to see you later, alligator. <laughs> Catch me baby next season. If you if mm. you if you get picked up by another network, let me know. If you get a spinoff, let me know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not happening here, bubs. No, sorry, not sorry. That brings us to really being unapologetic for the things that you want. And I think that this is a good one in main characters, even the ones that you don't want. Sometimes they do some shit and they're just not sorry. You know what I mean? Like they'll do the most savage shit. Like, I pl- please like don't be out here taking people's boyfriends like that's <laughs> that's not the main character energy we need <laughs> but, but you I know, mean have basic like- human decency with anything <laughs> but yeah no also let me just say this I was watching old temptation islands and a g- do you know what temptation island is no oh my god girl you come as a couple you get separated and then you date other people And at the end of the show, you decide, do you want to be together or not? This one guy legitimately has a whole new girlfriend that he leaves with. Guess what? I I was like, I have to know if they're still together. Two years after he like basically cheated on his girlfriend for this girlfriend, he got another whole fucking girlfriend. I was like, and she was like, I feel so dumb because everyone told me this was going to happen. And I was like. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't be a home wrecker because then you'll your home will be wrecked in the future. Yeah, it's not fun. Also, homie hopping. I haven't seen one main character <laughs> that it's a good look for you to be with one friend and then go to the other friend. That, yeah. That is never good character development. Okay. If you if you had hit if you hit one in the circle. You're you're tapped. You're done. It doesn't matter how cute, how funny, how whatever. Get out of there. Go yeah. Cast some new fucking people, please, please. The the community dick situation is disgusting. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with that one. I know from experience. Uh, never works out. <laughs> yeah. But being unapologetic for the things you want, I think that's like oftentimes when I sometimes share my goals, people are like, "Oh wow, like." They think Mm. I'm fucking joking. And I'm like, no, bitch. I just am a big fucking dreamer. My dreams are big. Like, and don't ever apologize. Or like, if you think that you're goal is really niche you know you want to be the best underwater basket weaver and people are like well that's kind (laughs) of weird no it's not if it's important to you it's fucking important to you literally no one lives your life but you Mm -hmm. remember if they care they're and they yearn in your day-to-day supporting you they're just a fan you know give them something to talk about at the end of the day they're tuning into your show they're tuning in they're giving you those views if anything become the best basket weaver put that bitch on tiktok people will probably love that shit i was just gonna say as i'm getting older i used to really care about what my parents thought like i really did and i thought that i was disappointing them by not doing enough or not doing what they wanted because you know 
when I was little, I wanted to be a fucking surgeon and I'm not a surgeon. But my parents once told me, you know, we just want you to be happy. So if you're like living your life for other people or what you think the right way to do life is, because that's what everyone's plan is, but that's not what you want to fucking do. Baby, this is your story. This is your story. And uh, as a child that did whatever the fuck I felt like, I can tell you this. You can practice this with your parents by just saying no or starting to put it in practice. Like, basically, do what you want. And then, you know, if you're shy about it, going against, like, what your parents want for you, maybe start with small things. And then just practice doing, again, what you want and communicating that with your parents. Because eventually, they just start not being shocked by anything that you do. (laughs) They Mm -hmm. just kind of trust the process. As long as you're still responsible for yourself, you're not out here. I mean, there's accountability when it comes to doing what you want, right? Yeah. Uh, A lot of people, their parents help them out. And, you know, I think that if your parents are able to help you out to live your life a little easier, that's great. I do believe that that adds a little bit more pressure of like, I have to listen to what they have to say. Yeah. As somebody whose parents do not help me out, I don't give a flying fuck if my parents (laughs) say no, I am going to do what I want. But yeah, creating again, those boundaries and showing that you got yourself. It's important. It's part of being independent and sometimes if you feel really choked up by being financially dependent on somebody work on the independence so you don't feel like you owe anybody anything yeah you know you might have to take a lifestyle downgrade decrease decrease (laughs) but then you have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want i think that that's probably like a very shocking difference that i have seen in myself especially in college was that like i i did whatever i wanted Almost to a fault, I would say, but <laughs> I had that independence where I like I didn't have to answer to anybody. So like I wanted to change my major, I didn't have to like clear it with somebody. And I know a lot of people like don't have that privilege. But as you get older and you're independent, you should only be thinking about you when you're look- thinking about your life decisions. Again, your supporting characters should support you. If there's people in your life that don't believe in your fucking dreams, that don't hype you up as they should. Like, I really do genuinely believe, like, your boyfriend, like, your partner, your friends, like, you should be their hype man. They should be mm-hmm. your hype man. They should, as most bizarre fucking shit that you say, they should be like, I totally see you doing this. I support you. And I can't wait to see it. And if they don't have that energy, get to step in on to the next get to step in my show door dude you were just fired we had a we had to (laughs) fucking kill your character off bro like we didn't even give you like a freaking opportunity to come back we didn't didn't give you an exit story or anything she just didn't show up for the next episode okay they just completely cut her her lines they completely dude have you seen that (laughs) or when they just like they replace the character and don't say anything about it (laughs) she moved to london it's a new actress bring her back up (laughs) it's a new actress that plays the mom and they don't ever discuss that the mob's different yeah that'll (laughs) be you if you don't support my dreams you guys, I'm going to go out into the world tomorrow and I'm going to kill it. And I hope that you <laughs> do the same. Kill it. Be the main character. Hype yourself up. Hype up your friends. Yes, Dream big, very, baby. Very important. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and stop being a fucking weirdo. Some people are out here. I'm seeing this TikToks and it's like, when you like him, block him. Or when you like them, you stop liking their shit, like on social media. Don't be a fucking weirdo. Okay? Remember. <laughs> That's fucking weird, yeah. bro. If you like somebody, show it. If you find somebody's presence in your life rewarding, tell them. 
Don't play games. Ain't nobody Ew. got time for that. You you're only playing yourself. Truly. You're only playing yourself. Plug of the week. My plug of the week is at Slay Fire Slay Fire Cosmetics. They are a IPOC and queer woman-owned company. They do glitter gels that are so freaking sick. I'm ordering from them, but I haven't haven't received it. So I can't say, but like based off of their social media, it's so cool. And you know, we love a woman-owned small business and the glitter gels are like $14. So it's a pretty good price point. Yeah. So you can check them out at Slay Fire and at SlayFireCosmetics.com. Well, this is the episode for today. We hope that you've enjoyed it. We have some exciting things coming up that we will probably share next week. And I once again, thank you so much for listening, tuning in every week. We got some new listeners. Uh, if you're out there, you just started listening to the podcast. We truly appreciate you. Please share the podcast with a friend you think will resonate. You know, listen to it with your homies. Listen to it in the car. Give us some exposure. Show us some love. Okay. Okay. And also hit us up. We want to know who you are. All right, everybody. You can find our Instagram at thanks the number for your concern. I'm personally at LL Tutor. And I'm at Bernice Diaz M. Bye. 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 Kiss kiss.